One of the most effective strategies to changing your eating habits is to learn how to effectively meal plan. Whether you want to eat better, lose weight, save money, eliminate food sensitivities, eat for a flare of your chronic disease, train for a race or competition, you have to make a plan. What's that saying? If you fail to plan, plan to fail? It's something like that and it's completely true. What most people do when they meal plan though is they find about four things that they like to eat, eat them until they can't stand them, and then go on a binge for a day or maybe a month and then they feel guilty and shame and the cycle repeats. There is a better way and today I'm going to share with you how to get started in meal planning that sets you up for success without deprivation. Welcome to the Road to Living Whole podcast. I'm your host, Marion Mitchell. I help people diagnosed with chronic disease figure out how to eat so you can live life again. This podcast is going to teach you my realistic approach to eating well with chronic disease, plus all the lifestyle strategies that are essential to truly having the life you dream of. Need a friend to help you plan meals, navigate the complicated healthcare system, and regain confidence again? I see you, friend, and I have the answers you've been seeking. Grab your kombucha notebook. Let's dive in. I wasn't always the meal planning queen that I am. It was a skill honed through desperation. Desperation to get my life, health, and sanity back. Eight years ago, when my daughter was an infant, I was interpreting full-time, building my coaching practice, and for the first time ever since becoming a mom, I had zero support. Her dad and my parents lived out of town. I had my four-year-old and my baby, and I was 100% on my own. I was barely treading water, trying to do it all, all alone. And I'm a health coach, and so I would start every week super excited to have these gorgeous, elaborate, healthy meals on the table. And by the end of the week, My fridge was full of a bunch of produce that had to go in the trash. We had eaten probably the same four things and a little bit more fast food than I would have liked. And I was just winging it. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't make a plan. I would just go to the grocery store, buy ingredients, and think that I was going to create something. And it wasn't working. So I had to sit down and really evaluate things. And I knew that I had to figure out a meal planning system that was flexible enough and realistic enough to actually work. I needed to rein in my grocery budget and everything. So I decided that I was going to walk around the grocery store, which is actually one of my favorite things to do, and look at all the shortcuts that they already have for me. I did not have to do everything myself, and I wasn't doing it, so I needed to find the shortcuts. And then it was game time for Pinterest and staying up way too late finding all these recipes and then modifying them, and eventually learned how to create my own recipes and develop this meal planning system that I have used since then, and I teach my clients and now you how to do as well. But before we go into that, I need to talk about what doesn't work and consistencies that I've seen over the last eight or nine years of coaching, working with hundreds of people. 
One thing I know for sure is that people are really excited to feel better and achieve their goals, and they want to do it as quickly as possible. They jump in with both feet, and just like I did, they think that they'll just figure it out along the way, and this never goes well. They do what I said earlier. They eat the same four things, they get really bored, and then revert right back to their old way of eating. One of the things that I found is people are really resistant to planning. I don't really get it. I'm a total planner. Back when I was young, I had like my whole life planned. I've kind of gotten better over the years and I try to like have like an end goal and be flexible about how I get there. But I love planning and I love when things go to plan. Now, one of my cousins, and she's one of my best friends, is the exact opposite. She hates planning. She hates expectations. She just wants to kind of do things as they come and just figure it out along the way. I don't get it. But we talk a lot. And one of the things that she's struggled with with meal plans is she feels like she's stuck doing or eating something that she isn't in the mood for that day. And she wants to feel like she has flexibility and a choice. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, It's not like they're like rigid or anything, but when I sit down and think about it, most meal plans, they want you to eat very specific things at very specific times, and they don't really allow for wiggle room. So I actually do get it because that sets people up for failure too. That's not realistic, at least not for the long haul. Maybe if somebody's training for like a fitness competition or something, you can do it. But as soon as that competition's over, everybody gains like 30 pounds, so... How about we do it correctly? Meal planning actually rocks, and it rocks because I actually have nine reasons here. Number one, it saves you money. Back when I first implemented meal planning, it saved me over $400 a month. It helps you eat better consistently. It reduces the amount of times that you dine out. It helps you stick to a healthy way of eating with much less effort, which is a good thing because the less effort it takes, the easier it is to stick to. It helps you lose weight and then maintain weight once you get there because when you meal plan realistically, effectively, and in a sustainable way, then you are eating healthy consistently for years versus a short time diet over and then going back to your old way of eating. That's why people, they'll do a diet or a lifestyle and then eventually get tired of it because they don't feel good. And then they they go back to it because their habits haven't changed. It was a short-term thing. But when you meal plan and it becomes a habit, then it can become a lifelong thing because it's doable. All right, back to our reasons. All right, number six, it saves you time in the kitchen and makes your weeks go much smoother. And when you have kids or a lot going on, this is extremely helpful. It gets dinner on the table faster. And number nine, my absolute favorite reason is that it ensures you have enough variety so you don't get bored. Boredom is the number one killer of healthy eating because people don't know how to do it correctly. And that is why I am on this mission to help you guys do it correctly. It does not have to be complicated. It does take time to figure out and in the process takes some mental effort and extra time because it's new. But I have three steps to successful meal planning that you can start today and it's so easy. So if you haven't grabbed your notebook and pencil yet, go ahead and do that because you're going to want to write these three steps down. 
And I also give you permission to pause it, to brainstorm if that's where your mind goes, all right? Are you ready? Number one, write down what you are eating currently. Think about all the things you already like to eat. Now, don't think, oh, I can only write down the healthy things. No. All right, so I'm talking like, what are your 15, 16 favorite things that you like to eat? Is it pizza? Is it hot dogs, mac and cheese, hamburgers, Taco Tuesday, spaghetti, chicken alfredo, kung pao chicken, meatloaf, taquitos, PB&J, breakfast for dinner. Like think about all the things that you know you like to eat. Whether it's something that you ate at a restaurant or something that you cook at home, something that your mom used to make that you wish you could make, like write down everything that you can think of that you are currently eating and enjoy eating, right? So once you write them all down, catalog them, write down the ingredients, and you'll actually be surprised at how many recipes you come up with. When I first did this, I thought I had like six, but then I started thinking more and more. And by the end of it, I had like 20 dinners that I loved. And then it went to breakfast and lunch. And then all of a sudden, I had options. And it was awesome. So now that you have options, let's move on to number two. We're going to add healthy things to what you guys are already eating. So... The easiest way to change eating habits is to add things in and then crowd out the things that aren't as healthy. So I'm going to share with you a few things that I love to do with my family. I love to do roasted broccoli with our spaghetti, a side salad with our pizza, a baked potato with our steak instead of fries. I'll do like zucchini fritters instead of potato cakes, Um, you know, add vegetables with the kids' corn dogs. Now, I know you're probably thinking like, hello, Marion, corn dogs aren't healthy. Why would I continue to feed this to my family? Well, here's why. You want to develop habits that you will stick to. So completely removing your favorite foods sets up you and if you're doing this with your whole family, the entire household for failure. You don't want to feel deprived. That, like, that it will set you up for fail, failure, hands down. Instead, focus on adding in vegetables and eating them first. Because if you save them for last, they won't get eaten, I promise. Um, and that's just how it works. All right, so we're doing this and we're changing things. And then we're writing things down on a meal plan. This is step number three. Be flexible. You go to the grocery store on Sunday, you buy all the ingredients for your meals for the entire week. There is absolutely no reason you can't do Taco Tuesday on Monday and dinner for breakfast on Thursday when they were on Monday, you know, and swap days. Like, you have all of the ingredients. You can eat them in any order that you want. But the the fact is that you have a plan, you have the ingredients, and they're there and you're excited about them because they're food that you like and money isn't getting wasted anymore. Those are my three steps for successful meal planning. Change takes mental effort. So it's going to be uncomfortable and feel like a burden for about three weeks. It takes 21 days for something new to become a habit and it takes about 90 days for it to become a lifestyle. And what that means is the first three weeks are the hardest, and then after that, it gets easier. And then if you stick to it for three months, 
then it's your new normal. That's what your fallback is when life gets crazy. And that's the goal. And you can continue to refine over time. But when you start with this foundation and then on the weekends you try those new recipes and they're delicious and so now it's not new anymore so you can make it during the week, that's how you really make lasting change because that's where variety comes in and that's where you find your new things and it makes it so much easier. Now, if this is completely overwhelming and you're like, Marion, can you please just do it for me? I sure can. I already have. My very first meal planning program was actually teaching people, you, how to meal plan and giving you a guide on how to do that with videos and handouts and done-for-you meal plans with shopping lists, recipes that take 15 to 30 minutes depending on what shortcuts you take and all of that. And by the end of it, the first three weeks are done for you. And then after that, you can just kind of coast along because that's your new normal. It's awesome. It works. And uh, if that's what you need, I got it for you. All you have to do is head to the website, www.roadtolivinghole.com backslash meal dash plans backslash. The program is right there. You can look it over. And every week for four weeks, you're going to get an email with some cool tips and some videos and some handouts and your meal plan, and you're going to be good to go. Meal planning truly can be easy, and I hope that this episode gives you the jumpstart that you needed to try again and do it a different way that actually sets you up for success. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.